Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Isabel MD Inspires podcast. And in this podcast, we will be discussing how coconut oil can reverse Alzheimer's. Really? I just attended an Alzheimer's summit. It was amazing. And I heard the story by Dr. Mary Newport. Now, Dr. Mary Newport, that's N-E-W-P-O-R-T, is a pediatrician, and she wrote a book called Alzheimer's Disease. What if there is a cure? And she's waged a huge public awareness regarding the benefits of coconut oil to reverse not only Alzheimer's disease, but dementia. And after three to six months of her implementing this protocol for for her patients, caregiver reports have come back saying some of the following. Her patients are saying that they're feeling that, well, their spouses or the people that they're working with to help reverse the uh, Alzheimer's are being more alert. They're finishing their sentences. Their mood is improved. Essentially, their depression is lifted. They have more conversation. There's no more assistance with activities of daily living, like in, med- in the medical field, we call that ADLs. And they're remembering dates, years, birthdays, names of their grandchildren, and better yet, the names of their wife, <laughs> which is always a benefit. They're resuming hobbies like gardening, knitting. They're resuming house duties like taking out the trash, mowing the lawn, vacuuming, their tremors are decreasing, they have increased comprehension when they read, and their sleep is improved, their appetite is improved, and their vision is improved. I am so excited to share with you this information. So here's her story. She and her husband essentially lived on convenience food for all of their life until 2006. When her 51-year-old husband, who is a high-achieving professional as an accountant, made a big mistake on the payroll. And Mary was essentially very, very concerned, so she took her husband to the doctor. And the doctor diagnosed him as having depression. He was placed on medication, and a few years later, he lost I'm sorry, a few, yeah, a few years later, it wasn't months, it was a few years later, he kept on making serious mistakes and he lost his job. And in 2008, just two years later, he couldn't even drive anymore. He couldn't work his calculator. Being an accountant, that's significant. And he had a very flat affect. And when we say that in medicine, a flat affect is just like no facial expressions. Everything's just like, yes. No. Okay. There's no animation in their face. It's just all gone. And then Mary had learned about MCT oil, which is medium chain triglycerides. And that is found specifically, but not only, in coconut oil. 
which is very significant for reversing Alzheimer's in Mary's story. So about an Alzheimer's brain, what happens is it cannot absorb sugar because it's essentially insulin resistant. And we now know that insulin resistance in the brain is being called type 3 diabetes. And as you know from, you know, what we've talked about, insulin resistance is when the key which is insulin doesn't fit in the door to, of the cell to open it up and allow sugar to come rushing in to give that cell energy to function and in specific the brain. So could you imagine having insulin resistance in your brain so the sugar doesn't get into your brain? Well, then your brain is dot is pretty much dead. It's flatlined. It can't it can't respond. And that really fits the picture of our Alzheimer's patients. They're just kind of like lost. They can't even focus. They can't even concentrate. They can't even hold a conversation. So Mary did something very, very amazing. Excuse me. She learned about the other other sources of fuel. Ah, my mouth is stuttering. Other sources of fuel for the brain. Not only does the brain use sugar, but it can also use ketones for fuel. So how does coconut oil fit in? Well, when you're starving and you've used up all the glucose, your brain burns fat as energy. And fat is broken down in the liver into two components. The first is fatty acids. The second is ketones. Now, fatty acids are used as energy in the heart and the kidney because it's not used in the brain because it cannot bypass the blood-brain barrier. Ketones, however, can cross the blood-brain barrier and it is used as energy in the brain. And the key is, in order for those ketones to go into the brain, to be used as fuel in the brain, it does not require insulin to let it in, to let that energy, the fuel, into the cell. Isn't that great? So you do not need insulin to get ketones into the brain cells. Now the key is coconut oil which has the MCT oil, the medium chain triglycerides, will be used as an alternative source of energy in the brain in the form of ketones. Now, why does this happen? Well, because the brain is starving for energy to think because it's now insulin resistant. No sugar can get in, so the next best source is ketones. Now, I know, you know, we've all been taught, but coconut oil, Doc, coconut oil is a saturated fat. We're not supposed to be eating saturated fats. Aren't they bad for you? Well, here's the rub and the source of the confusion worldwide. Ansel Keys was a prominent researcher back in the 1950s. 
and 1960s. And he was an investigator of low-fat diets. And he studied 22 countries, and he also studied heart disease. And then what he did was he cherry-picked nine countries from his research, put it on a graph, and it appeared that high-fat diets were the cause of heart disease. However, decades later, when we've taken a better look, a deeper dive into the research that he did, we've realized that when you take all 22 countries and put it on a graph, the data is all over the place and it shows nothing. So based on his science, which was flawed, it's been very hard to undo the damage that he has done, which was for people to believe that eating a low-fat diet and staying far away from saturated fats such as coconut oil, butter, lard, and staying away from cholesterol, too, is the way to eat. When in fact, that is the reason we've got the obesity epidemic. Isn't that amazing? Wow. How one person's research can affect the world's health in such a fashion. But we're all slowly but surely waking up to that myth and saying, you know what? He got it all wrong. So on behalf of the medical profession, I apologize for Ansel Key's mess up. But you know what? I'm just excited that there is a new day and I'm involved in the new day of creating the new healthcare system which is learning the truth about nutrition. So let's get back to Dr. Mary Newport's story. So her 58-year-old husband was on the verge of being diagnosed not only as Alzheimer's, but as severe Alzheimer's. I mean, he couldn't even draw a clock on the mini mental status exam. And you know, when we ask a patient to do a clock, to assess their brain function, um, you can actually see that they're not even able to draw the lines for a two o'clock or a three o'clock. Um, it's all over the place. It looks like a two-year-old's brain. It looks like a three-year-old trying to draw, and it just gets very, mm, uh, oh, how can I say it? It just is very disconcerting to see them not being able. I mean, here's a 58-year-old man unable to draw a clock. So what Mary did was she started using two tablespoons of coconut oil once a day into his food. And what she did is she cooked with it. She made shakes. Um, she did a lot of things. Now, coconut oil is a little difficult because it's hard at room temperature. Um, unless, you know, it's really hot outside, then you'll have melted coconut oil. <laughs> but what she found is just simply by, by putting two tablespoons of coconut oil into his diet, which has the essential MCT oil, she found that his mini mental status exam improved by four points. Now, the maximum that you can have on a mini mental status exam is 30 points, okay? So a, a four-point bump 
in a 58-year-old male who has been diagnosed to as Alzheimer's, who's on his way to being diagnosed as severe Alzheimer's. That's very significant. His personality came back. He was able to talk to Mary. He was able to recognize her. He was able to like smile and be sad and to have emotion on his face. He didn't look just like a a cardboard box. And he had more energy. And Mary was very, very encouraged. And the husband said that, look, you know, on the day that you started me on the coconut oil, I felt like the lights came on. Okay, so let's jump into his brain and imagine what's, what he means by that. The day he started the coconut oil, he felt like the lights came on. Well, essentially what that means is the energy came back into his cells and he was able to think. He was able to, to think and be awake and like, could you imagine? what that would be like for a patient diagnosed with Alzheimer's or or even dementia, they start waking up. And Mary said that on day 37, she took him back to the doctor, day 37 of two tablespoons of coconut oil a day. On day 37, he was able to draw a clock and it looked great. Imagine that. By two tablespoons of coconut oil, you guys, this is the medicine. Our food is the medicine. And who would have believed that that could have happened by simply feeding a patient with Alzheimer's coconut oil? So let's take a look at the uh, pathophysiology. What's really going on? Well, coconut oil goes to the liver, right? And it's broken down into ketones. And that ketones are used as brain fuel. And in specific, it's the MCT oil that's used from the coconut oil as the brain fuel. So how do you incorporate a constant level of coconut oil so that it creates, so you're breaking it down into ketones through your liver So you have brain fuel throughout the day. Well, what you want to do is you want to be getting your coconut oil and cooking it at medium heat or low heat. You don't want to be having like a little fire of smoke above the pan because if you are doing that, you're going to be decreasing. You're you're going to essentially be decreasing the ketone load. So don't burn your coconut oil. Do medium to low heat. Please, 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 please. And remember that the shelf life of coconut oil is two years. So what kind of coconut oil should you be using? Well, look, MCT oil is in coconut oil. And you can be a purist and you can only get organic, extra virgin coconut oil. But Mary says that you can have organic or non-organic coconut oil. You can have virgin or non-virgin coconut oil. And you can have deodorized or non-deodorized coconut oil. Meaning, you know, you can have the coconut oil that smells like coconut oil or coconut oil that doesn't smell. I personally love the smell of coconut oil. It must be the Cuban in me. 
So there's no concerns, okay? It can be organic, non-organic, virgin, non-virgin, deodorized, non-deodorized. All you need is to have the MCT from the coconut oil that's broken down by the liver into ketones, and that goes into the brain, crosses into the blood-brain, crosses the blood-brain barrier, and it's used as fuel in the brain. Isn't that amazing? I love this stuff. And two tablespoons of coconut oil a day increases your ketones. Now, if you use MCT oil, because you can actually buy MCT oil alone, um, you can get higher peaks of ketones. But just remember, you're getting peaks throughout the day. And those, the MCT oil has no taste to it. And those peaks only last about 90 minutes. You actually get to your peak at 90 minutes, and then it starts going down. So your ketones peak at 90 minutes when you just have MCT oil, and then it starts coming down. However, when you eat coconut oil, you've got like a more steady state throughout the day, and you get up to six hours of a steady state of ketones in your body, and there's no peaking. You know, not peekaboo peaking, but there's no peaking in the in the ketone levels, okay? So the goal is, according to Mary and her research, is to have four to six tablespoons of coconut oil per day, lasting six hours. Each tablespoon lasts six hours. So if you're awake for 12 hours a day, then, you know, you'd probably want to do two tablespoons in the morning, two tablespoons in the afternoon. Or if you're awake for 18 hours, then you kind of want to, you know, do one tablespoon in the morning, one tablespoon at lunch, and one tablespoon or two tablespoons at night. Now, remember, you can, remember, she started with just two tablespoons, but now she's increased it slowly up to four tablespoons, four to six tablespoons a day. Um, but keep in mind that coke, going eating coconut oil too quickly, you know, just bumping it up to six tablespoons, you could vomit. And you could also get um, some very loose, loose stools because it's an oil. It's going to lubricate your gut and you will be pooping away. Guaranteed. <laughs> So just keep that in mind. Now, I want to share with you a little something that I do now um, to increase my ketones because I'm into low-grade ketosis, low-grade nutritional ketosis. That's just the lifestyle that I lead right now, and it works really good because I love that quiet hum of energy that I experience by having my love my 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 ketones at like a low level but it's just a low level of energy throughout the day i'm not peaking up and down all the, all over the place i love that that works really good for my lifestyle now i exercise um the routine that I'm doing right now is I'm exercising, and this is not a religion for you guys. This is not a protocol for you guys. This may not work for you, but right now, the program that I'm using that's working well for me is I'm exercising, and then um, 
I'm exercising in a fasted state. And then after my fasted state, I stay not eating for one hour. And usually during that one hour that I'm not eating after I've exercised, I um, am walking and I'm walking and I'm kind of far away from home, far away from my kitchen. So what I do is I carry a little container of one tablespoon of tahini, which is sesame seed butter, and one tablespoon of um, coconut oil. And then I mix that up with either a little bit of raw honey, which I don't usually use, or some stevia, a couple of drops of stevia. And I mix that up, or you don't even need a sweetener if you don't want. And I mix that up, and that is what I've got um, when I break my fast and I eat it and I love the taste of it and it really just makes me feel really good and it boosts my ketones and I've got great energy. So that's just a little snackaroo that I have when I'm breaking my fast after exercising. So how do we increase our ketones? Well, you can have coconut oil or you can have MCT oil or you can drink coconut milk or you can have coconut flakes, or you can use coconut flour. Those are just the coconut products that you can use. And, you know, coconut oil, we talked about cooking with it. You can use MCT oil alone. Remember, that just peaks your ketone levels. You can drink coconut milk. You can put coconut milk in your coffee. Um, You can use coconut milk in your cooking. You can use coconut milk in shakes. Uh, You can use coconut flakes without the sugar. And you can use a third cup of coconut flakes is equivalent to one tablespoon of coconut oil. And then with the coconut flour, you can just bake with coconut. Yeah, as your baked treats. Now, other ways of increasing your ketones is um, other products that have medium chain triglycerides is whole cow milk, breast milk, feta cheese, goat cheese. And those, the MCT oil is super fuel for the brain. There's also a medical food that you can use called well, not you, but you know, if you've got a patient in the hospital, if you've got a patient at home, is called Axona. Now, I am not sponsored by the drug companies. I'm not ever interested in being sponsored by the drug companies, but they have created a product called Axona, which has a increased MCT oil content, and it's on prescription only in America. I'm not quite sure if that's I'm available here in New Zealand or in Australia or in other parts of the world, but it's on prescription and it's only prescribed once a day, but it would be really be better, Mary says, if it could be four times a day. So an aside is the muscles also use medium chain triglycerides that are converted into ketones for energy in the muscle. So coconut oil has been found to increase your lean muscle mass. Coconut oil has been found through research that it increases your lean muscle mass. So you become a toned, strong, healthy, burning fat machine throughout the day. And you look amazing in the process. So don't be afraid to use coconut oil. Don't 
be afraid of the coconut oil. Now he is not diagnosed with Alzheimer's because he's keeping his ketones up throughout the day. What other diagnoses can you use coconut oil for? Well, Mary has found that wherever there is a decrease of glucose uptake in the brain, like ALS, autism, Parkinson's, ADHD, ADD, and painful muscles have also been shown to benefit from the coconut oil. So with the, with the painful muscles, you, all you need to do is just massage the coconut oil straight into the muscle and the muscle will absorb the MCT oil and use that as energy. Now, who should not be using coconut oil? Well, anybody with late stage liver failure should not because they're not able to metabolize the MCT into the ketones. And for those who are allergic to coconut, not a good, not a good look. So what's the take home? Well, the take home is you want, if you want to reverse the Alzheimer's, like who doesn't want to do that, right? If you want to reverse Alzheimer's, you want to maintain your ketones at steady state throughout the day for brain fuel. And you can do that by using four to six tablespoons of coconut oil or the equivalent thereof throughout the day. Okay? So that's my message to you in this podcast is like there is hope. I mean, we've been taught in medical school and in our medical training, there's no, there's no way you can reverse Alzheimer's. I mean, this should be in the newspapers. This should be blasting out doctors' offices saying, hey, we can do this. Let's give this a go. It's not going to hurt you. So I'm here at Dr. On a Mission sharing this out. I have got like a megaphone saying, hey, you guys, we can reverse Alzheimer's. There's new research out there. And it's done by Mary Newport. Go on to YouTube. Check out her TED Talk. It's a, I'm so proud of medical doctors doing this kind of stuff. Just so exciting to be a part of this, okay? And I am honored that I get to share this with you. So I hope that helps. If you've got anybody in your family or your friends who are suffering from Alzheimer's, do the experiment. See the results within a three to six month period and go ahead and send me your testimonies. I'd love to share that with the world, okay? All right. So until next time, let's go out there and make a positive difference in this world. Let's love unconditionally and let's forgive quickly. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye.